Hello and welcome to another episode of Chai Spirits, guys. I am joined again by uh, our friend of the show and special guest host, Stephen. Hello, Stephen. It's a pleasure to be here, Parker. Thank you for having me. And an even more special guest, uh, Morgan is with us today. Hello, Morgan. Hi, how's it going? It is great. Today, we are excited to talk more about Plantation Rum. Uh, you most likely uh, heard our previous episode we did on some of the wonderful offerings of Plantation Rum. Well, today, uh, we have a few of the more, um, I don't say difficult, but like interesting and a little rarer um, items that they do. They do a lot of fun things year to year, and we're going to try some of those today. Uh, Stephen, are you a fan of Plantation Rum? Who is the Space Pope Reptilian? You know he is. Oh, he is, and I am. This is probably, out of all of the houses of rum, my absolute favorite. They they might not be the oldest, but they're definitely up there. Oh, absolutely. Well, they have such a, a wide array of yes. things, which is so cool. Um, Morgan, what do you know about Plantation Rum? Um, I know it comes in a very lovely bottle. I know I've had it before. I believe I liked it. Other than that, I've got nothing. I, I like to think that you probably liked it. Um, I believe this so. This is great, though. You're getting a chance to try some uh, some fun stuff here today. Um, we have uh, four items here. We have a 2000 Jamaican single cask. We have a 2009, I'm sorry, 2007 Jamaican single cask. 2009 Fijian single cask. 2006 Peru vintage. And a 2003 Jamaican vintage. So, really fun stuff. Um, I don't know how many of these are still available, because um, they are generally pretty limited releases, but if you find any of these, um, I recommend buying them immediately. Um, and we'll get into a little bit of the details on them all, which is, I love about Plantation is they give you every detail of every one of the rums they put out. Like, there's no secret as to what the blend is, what the maturation was, any of that, they do a really great job of being as upfront as possible because they take so much pride in their work. Like, hey, this is exactly what we did. And no one else can top this because, for one, they always have the, uh, the ace in the hole of the Pierre Ferrand finish, which being being owned by Maison Ferrand grants them that, which gives it its very, very unique um, aspect to it. You a fan of Maison Ferrand, Steve? I mean, Yes. To, to put it simply, yes. And I'm just a fan of cognac and brandy in general. Yep. And Maison Ferrand has been the pioneers of that since, oh, geez, the 1800s? Mid-1800s, I want to say, is when they started getting into that mm-hmm. game hard. They've been producing for big brands like Hennessy, Remy, all of your uh, staple cognacs uh, behind the scenes for ever and ever and ever. They finally, relatively recently, came out with their own stuff. And to see them bringing rum barrels from Central America to France to finish in their pristine cognac barrels. Yeah, I mean, I've not seriously considered getting into piracy, but, I mean, there's ships... Carrying this rum across the sea. All right, so we might have a side hustle. Yeah. Uh, stay tuned <laughs> for the a, Shy Pirates yeah, podcast. Yeah, shy Pirates, guys. And uh, well, and this week we're, 
We're boarding a Pierre Ferrand. Container ship. Don't worry about it. It's going to be fine. We do not condone piracy on this podcast. Probably not. That's light fine. piracy. Light. We are big fans of Sea of Thieves, though. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful video game. But, uh, yeah. Uh, Morgan, do you drink much cognac? Uh, believe it or not, I do not. Okay, this is very exciting then. To get, I, I always love a different perspective. So Steve and I have, have been in the game for a little bit here. We, we you know, taste a lot of stuff. I'm very curious to see your take on these different uh, expressions. Yeah, absolutely. Um, really cool. Let's start off with the uh, 2007 Jamaican single cask. I'm going to give you a little bit of background on this. So the really cool thing about this, well, first of all, Plantation, we were talking about this before we started recording, um, they give you all the dosage in each of their rums, which is really cool. And some people are really anti-dosage and like really purist, like you can't add anything to it. I'm going to stop you here. What is dosage? Dosage is added sugar. Oh, okay. So, and they give you a grams per liter amount of like how much sugar they added. So a lot of, a lot of rums will add sugar kind of after the fact to get the flavor where they want it. Okay, but rum is mostly molasses-based or cane sugar-based, right? Yes. So then they add additional sugar on top of that. Yeah, but you got to remember, they're distilling that. It starts off as like a like molasses, I don't even know what you would call it, but um, goop, I guess. Is yeah. Uh, and, uh, and yes, they distill that down into you know alcohol, mm-hmm. but it's not like it's carrying with it all of that sweetness of sugar. I mean, you get some of that, but and especially... I don't want to say like not as good rums, but like you get a, there's a lot of benefit to getting that kind of flavored where you want it by adding a little bit more sugar. Okay. From a flavor perspective. Now, sometimes it gets overdone and there's plenty of examples of rums that overdo it and it's just like too sweet. It just doesn't seem like a Mm. natural kind of taste. You get that syrupy kind of texture. Yeah. yeah. And that's generally not what you want. But Um, um, Plantation is really cool about like right up front are like, here it is. Because most, most companies don't want you to know if they're doing that. Mm Mm-hmm. But they're very upfront about it. Now, with this Jamaican rum, there is, in fact, zero dosage after all the talk of that. So they didn't add any sugar to this at all. Um, really cool. They, uh, they also give you the quick breakdown. So the Plantation does a lot of, uh, um, we were talking in a previous episode about, um, you know, fin- wood finishes and things like that. Um, they, all of their stuff gets finished for some amount of time in uh, Pierre Ferrand cognac casks, which is, is very unique to them. So this particular one, was aged for 11 and a half years in, in bourbon casks from their, uh, oh, it's actually, a, I'm sorry, my apologies, it's like from two, come to the Claritin is 11 and a half in bourbon casks, and the Long Pond Distillery, a very famous distillery there, is uh, 11 years in bourbon casks. And uh, then they aged them for a year and a year and a half, respectively, in Pierre Ferrand cognac casks to get them to that um, 12 and a half years. And then there's six months, so they marry those together, and then they age it for six months in sauternes casks. Wow. Yes. So in all, there's a lot going on here. Yes. So this is two distilleries yep. that are being blended together. Then, then once those two are blended after they're... Uh, no, oh. no, so they're two distilleries aged, then shipped over, and then aged some more... And then once they're the same age, then they're blended together and then rested in Sauternes casks, uh, 225 liter Sauternes casks, for six months. Okay. And then they bottle that in a, and that's like the single cask. So it's like from one cask of that, that 225 liter cask. 
So yeah, wow. there was a lot going on with this bottle. Yeah. yeah um, so yeah, it's. I mean, it's it's made a trip across the ocean for one. Uh, yeah, at least once. At, at least, least once. Yeah. yeah, and then back here, to, at least stateside, the bottles we get. Yes, but uh, the Sauternes is really interesting. So we and previously, um, I have a bottle of an eight-year Sauternes finished from Panama of theirs, and it is wonderful. Um, this is obviously a lot older, but let's let's dive in. Let's get a little. Well, you can tell immediately off the nose that this is a Jamaican rum. Yeah. Um, Jamaican rums, Morgan. They. Uh, I was just gonna ask. <laughs> yeah, they, uh, they. They tend to be a little funkier. I don't or, feel like there's a ton of funk to this. Compared to your uh, your normal rums, um, you know this is a little subtler than your your average one, but. Uh, they're, they're big into open-air distillation, okay. which uh, get a lot of wild yeasts in there, which give you some of that um, unique flavoring. Yeah, it's called a, what's called a muck pit, mm-hmm. which is quite literally a pit in the ground that is dug, usually about five to six feet, that they fill with water, molasses, and whatever else happens to fall into the pit is what's going to give you the yeast to jumpstart your fermentation. Mm-hmm. Now, some of these, the Clarendon is a four to six day fermentation. That's pretty standard for a molasses rum, but the Long Pond, it sits in there for two weeks. Yeah, that's a, uh, that's a long time for that, but uh, I, think it, I think it made something fantastic here. What do you get on the nose, Morgan? Uh, a lot of heat, but that's just me. It is very sweet, though. Yeah, don't don't put your nose all the way in there. You want to give it a little more of a subtle, because okay. yeah, you will get that like a lot of like an acid the alcohol kind of thing. Yeah, content. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, it tends to collect in Glencairn glasses right at the nose if you disturb it too much as well. So an easy swirl. I get a lot of that like shoe leather, tobacco. I get a little banana. I could see mm-hmm. banana. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I get tobacco at all, but I could definitely smell t- uh, banana. Maybe something like a little bit, a little bit uh, um, nutty. <laughs> but oh, it's definitely nutty. Mm-hmm. Let's get a taste of this. That is a uh, pretty long finish. This is a very long finish. Mm-hmm. It definitely shows its age. It has spent a lot of time in and out of different oaked barrels. That's really nice, though. Oh, yeah. Get anything on the palate there, Morgan? I mean, like, like I said, it's, it's definitely sweet, but it's not like obnoxiously so. Mm-hmm. Um, it's fruity, for sure. but Like a little... Um, I'm trying to think what fruit... Kind of reminds me of, of like a mango puree kind of thing. Okay, I could see that. Mm-hmm. Like I would never put this in a cocktail, but like I would, like put this in like a daiquiri, like a fruity. Oh, like being a great. Smoothie. I was gonna daiquiri. say I would daiquiri this mm-hmm. absolutely. Like frozen. I don't know. But I would not mojito this. No, no. no I agree Way too much funk going on for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you definitely taste a little more of the funk yeah. than you do smell it. But I bet this would be good in old fashioned. A rum old fashioned. I have been riding for rum old fashions for like a year now. I'm a big fan. Um, this 
with uh, some chocolate bitters. Yeah. Oh. All nice. day Lean in. Long. Oh, yeah. Man. You don't even. You don't even need the simple syrup. Honestly, maybe just like a, a eyedropper full. Just to, yeah, I would. I, if I were making an old fashioned with this, I would definitely cut sugar. Oh yeah, hard, hundred percent. But a chocolate bitters mm-hmm. would really, really envelop that fruity, tannined, yeah, spicy flavor going on. No, that'd be perfect. Oh yeah, it's, this okay. is fantastic. I don't know if it's just because you were talking about it, but it definitely has more of a nutty, like a, a finish to it, like the very end. Absolutely. Like a nutty or cocoa almost, but. Yeah, it's got a little hint of cacao even. Yeah. Like, yeah, that almost bitter chocolate. Mm-hmm. Like a baker's chocolate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, I can see that. That is pretty good. Yeah, no, I liked that. So now, mm-hmm. each one of these, are they physically made? It's like it's physically made in Jamaica. The next one's physically going to be... Or yes. Yeah. So, so plantation um, does a lot of work with um, sourcing from different places. So mm-hmm. that's all, their whole shtick is they they get stuff from everywhere. Like if you notice on the bar behind you here, I've got stuff from Barbados from them, um, Panama, some of Panama, Guiana. Um, we have Jamaica, Fiji, and uh, Peru here. Mm-hmm. Um, I've previously had even a couple other islands, but yeah, they do. They source from distilleries everywhere. They have a few distilleries here and there. Um, but yeah, they're like there's a great, um, a great uh, Fiji vintage one that they did, that we I think I believe we talked about another podcast. We might not have, but it's really good. But yeah, they have all these different places. They have all these really unique rums they can do. And that's why every year they have different single casks and different vintages that they put out. So I think that's my favorite part about plantation in particular. There are some mm-hmm. older houses, right, yep. that have been doing rum mm-hmm. in the West Indies or Central American region, they have their one style. Like a personal favorite of mine is Zafra. Oh yeah. Really good. Can't miss. It's solid, Mm -hmm. but they make the, they do make the same thing Mm -hmm. and that is all. But plantation every year, there is something unique that Mm -hmm. is very limited and very unique to its specific region that comes out. Absolutely. And, yeah. uh, and they make a bunch of good stuff, too, which we talked about in our previous episode of, like, I love the uh, the 20th anniversary XO to the Barbados. Oh, that was awesome. something special. I drank, like, <laughs> half a bottle of that at my wedding. Um, I helped you with that. Yeah, I know you did. <laughs> um, and that was great. They make a, like, a Fiji, like a, a, like a more economical Fiji and a Jamaican rum. And a bar- they have a their five-year Barbados rum. They have their um, overproof rum, which were... Big fans of here at the show. Oh, fuck. That's delicious. Absolutely. That is... If you're making frozen daiquiris, which, you know, say what you will about it. I'm a sucker for frozen daiquiri during the summer. There is no judgment here. You get the fresh... It's all about the fresh strawberries, all right? Fresh strawberries and frozen strawberries don't even need ice. And then you get two kinds of rum, one of them being that OFTD or or another hyper rum. And, uh, man, it's, it's so good. And, you know, I just like that. Whatever. You can judge me for it. It's fine. <laughs> it's delicious, um, but they make just such a great array of normal rums. But then it's so cool that they have all these these really unique, interesting rums. Um, speaking of that, let's get into our next one. But first, a quick word from our sponsors, and we're back. We are getting into this 2009 Fiji single cask. Um, a little quick 
Um, info about that. It was aged for eight and a half years in bourbon casks. And then aged for two years in Ferran casks over in France. And uh, then get ready. Six months in Kilhoman peated whiskey casks. So get excited about this. This is going to be weird. A Fiji rum, which is already a little off the beaten path, finished in uh, Kilhoman scotch barrels. So... so- Go oh, I'm sorry. I was going to ask, um, since it's peated barrels, so it's going to have kind of a more smoky... Theoretically, it's going to have more of a smoky on top of that funky? Yes. Huh. Indeed. And you're going to smell that right away. I was going to say, I'm not a giant as soon, Scotch as, you, as soon as you get this close to your face hole. Oh, yeah, you do. It's not... Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Not, like, oppressive, though. No, this is going to this is gonna let you keep keep voting. Like, it's not oppressive. I didn't know that's gonna vote for it. you. You're gonna vote for it. So, I mean, you can catch the peat right off the nose. It it, it does have a dosage. I'm seeing two uh, grams per liter. Uh, yeah, that's correct. Which is as subtle as it possibly gets. Yeah, so that's it's, yeah, that's pretty chill. So just just a I, little a little sprinkle on I, top of it. I think I've seen prosecco with a higher dosage. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, let's get get right in there. What do you get on the nose? Other than, you know, like, it is, a little bit of peat. It is peaty, it is smoky. They have a tasting note for the nose on their website that I like. It's cigar box. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, honestly, a fresh cigar box. like. Although when I, um, I kind of like raisins, I get a little of that. Mm. If you dig deep, I can get the stone fruit. I feel like the more I wave it, the more I just smell the peat. I mean, it's, it is tough to get past that. Like... It, it is very present. I get more of that cigar box on the palate, by the way. Agreed. Um, I get a lot yeah. of leather, tobacco. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm like I'm drinking this. I feel like I'm in my dad's study. That's a ton yes. of leather. And uh, I my dad does not have a study. But this, this tastes like what being in my father's study would be like. It's my grandfather's private library. <laughs> There's almost like a bitterness to it. Yeah, I get that. But yeah, it's definitely not overly sweet. Mm-mm. No, no this reminds me a lot of scotch. Yeah, it's got a lot of those notes. But it, like, it is really good, but it's super different. I kind of want to mess with and Like, I feel like I could make a rum penicillin out of this. And that's just with orange juice, right? It's a, yeah, it's an orange citrus-based cocktail mm-hmm. usually done with a heavily peated scotch but like you could sub this in i could sub this in i wouldn't i mean i think i couldn't afford to make a cocktail out of this mm-hmm. particular bottle um yeah they're not lying about on the, on the website here the palette intense and long peat like it is yeah it's there there's definitely a lot of woodiness too it's yeah, it's a very dry spirit, mm-hmm. It, which is shocking because it doesn't have a lot of sugar added, but they did add sugar to this, which means when it first came out, it was, it was less sweet than that. dry. Yeah, I'm glad. I think they made the right call. That little bit of extra sugar, I think, is helping balance it out a bit. Yeah, I think it smooths out some potential rough edges. Mm-hmm. For sure. I'm still getting some cocoa on the back end, like the very, very tail end. I can see that. It, um, oh, it's a long finish, too. 
really long. Yeah. Like, I'm going to wake up tomorrow and be like, yeah, I had that, that rum yesterday. <laughs> but uh, it's it's good, though. So, so this is fascinating to me. Uh, you had me on a previous episode where we tasted scotch aged in rum barrels. Oh, very much so, yes. Yes, yes. The, uh, the Balvenie 14 year. Yes. The, their Caribbean finish, I want to say, mm-hmm, was mm-hmm. the... Uh, yeah, Caribbean cask. Caribbean cask. Yep. So to see the flip side of that operation when mm-hmm. Jamaica... Or I'm sorry, Fiji rum goes, crosses the pond and spends some time in scotch barrels, the sort of, I guess, is it the antithesis of, of that? I guess kind of. Yeah, it'd be the, uh, you know, the, the opposite almost. But it's... So, it's fantastic. So, so yes, I believe that is that's, the definition of the word, word yeah. antithesis. <laughs> yeah, the, we're the, smart. The only big difference would be that he went to college. This is um, I went to enough college for both of us. Don't worry. <laughs> uh, um, it, the only big difference is the the peatiness of this is more so than the of any just because that's a space side and this is aged in a uh, an isla. But uh, yeah, it is. It's pretty cool. They can that you can get things. You know, yeah. rum and scotch, scotch and rum. They're they're trying everything, which I think is great. Are there a lot of PD rums out there, or is this no. fairly specific just no. to the plantation I, brand? I, it's not just plantation. I do have another um, rum on the bar there that's finished in scotch barrels, mm-hmm. uh, Havana Club actually. Um, and then I've seen plantation do this once before. Um, I don't remember what country it was. It was like two years ago. I'm trying to look it up on here, but. Uh, that they did another one that was finished, I believe, also in Kilhome and Scotch Barrel, so they have a, clearly have a relationship there. But I don't think it was Fiji. I think it was a different country or, of origin. So they have tried it once before, but yeah, you don't see that very often. Okay. So that's, that's a newer thing people are trying. I think I've tasted hundreds of rums at this point. Yep. Never had anything like this. Yeah, it is. This is, very as far unique. as our list is concerned today, this is the most unique rum. Yeah. I've ever had. It's absolutely it very interesting. Definitely deserves points for that. I don't think I love it. Yeah, it's but de- it is kind of fun to drink. This is definitely not for the uh, the faint at heart or the new rum drinker. Like this is not where you start. Yeah, if someone had told me like mm. I want to get into rum, I would never no it's like, <laughs> start oh my God. with like, this. This, like this is a year in. Yeah, yeah, you got to build up to that. But it is it's just cool. It's complex. It's unique. It's really cool. Um, Next up, we have what might be my personal favorite out of this group, but we know we're tasting them all side by side though for the first time, so we'll see if my mind gets changed. Is the uh, the Plantation uh, Vintage Peru 2006? So this was new this year. Um, I I love this rum. I've had it a couple times. I'm very curious to see your guys' take on it. So what makes it? Uh, obviously, I'm assuming the age, but what makes it vintage? Well, that's just the line they call just it. The, it's okay. like, um, it's their vintage line. They do a couple, a variety of releases every year. Oh, that box is beautiful. Yeah, uh, that's yeah, the Jamaican one. This is the Peru one. Let's oh, start I there. Probably look at the one we're drinking. Yeah. So uh, yeah, so yeah, they they've really up. They've um, I know they brought on a an art like I forget the name of the artist, but they brought in like a relatively famous artist to do artwork on their bottles and the boxes for them. So they're really cool. I guess it's supposed to um, you know, represent the country of origin. So you, oh, I cheated. I looked at the tasting notes. Don't do that. I didn't mean to. I was looking for the artist. But uh, it's... I don't think they signed it. But uh, really cool artwork on the box. Yeah, it's beautiful. They're gorgeous. Mm-hmm. But yeah, this particular... 
um, rum, let's see here. So three days of fermentation. Okay. Get your thing there. Um, 11 years in bourbon casks, three years in pure frying casks for a total of 14 years. Um, a little more dosage in this one, so it's eight grams per liter, but I'm not going to hold that against it. And uh, let's, let's let's get on this a little bit. Let's I try have the yeah, a but, quick question about the sure. box. On here it says one time limited edition, 21 casks. So they've only made 21 casks of this? Yes. Wow. That's like for a, a general, like a typical year, what's an average... Like for their like their main plantation run that they sell everywhere, what do they do? Well, cast for well, well, so, well, so so good example. Fair enough. So good, so good example. The largest liquor store in Illinois got six bottles of that. Oh wow! Okay. For forever, like that's for, all they that's ever got. It. And I got one of them. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> that's that's just in Illinois. It's good to have connections. Like, yes. Worldwide. That's. Uh, I mean, there that's were how like many casts did you say? 21? Twenty-one. Twenty-one so casts. So that was probably. More Give than a fort. Like 200? Oh, no, no, no. A cask is a barrel. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. sorry. So, yeah. So, per cask, I'm trying to see what like, size like, cask <laughs> they're using. Yeah, because it could be a bigger cask. Sometimes they use bigger casks for those, um, especially when they're finishing them. And, I yeah, I can't it, it actually seem... Does, it actually doesn't say it on this yeah, one. Yeah, can't seem to find that one on this one, but... but uh, you would assume... Suffice it to say, there's they didn't make a lot of it. Right. Yeah. And uh, so, like, this is more limited probably than the East previous two we've had okay um, although the other two are also pretty limited but, but yeah that's, that's 21 the thing, barrels is not a lot no when it comes to worldwide mm-hmm. distribution no that doesn't yeah doesn't sound like a lot at all and that's yeah. impressive also there's also with this amount of aging you lose a considerable amount of that run to the angels mm-hmm. you'll angel share i'm aware of what that is there you go <laughs> i know there's, something there she goes <laughs> Yeah, let's. Uh, what do you think on the nose of this one, Steve? A lot more fruit. Yeah, immediately tropical fruit. I get that banana. I get. I get more of that chocolate we were talking about on um, the previous ones, but I get that right up front. But also with the uh, the fruit. Yeah, definitely chocolate. I kind of definitely get some orange fruit. too. Yeah, citrus for sure. Mm-hmm. This, I can immediately say off the nose, I'm going to love this. This. Um, I, I have high hopes. I'm a little bit concerned mm-hmm. because there's no more left. <laughs> yeah, we, you can't find any more. So. It is the easiest smelling one. Yeah, I mean, this is the most um, kind of traditional, because like, the first one was Jamaican, the second one was Finnish and Scotch. This oh. is de- definitely different. But this one is the most. I could like, see mango one. in this. I like that a lot. That's the stuff right there. Oh, that chocolate comes through on the palate. Oh in a yeah, big way. So there's not a lot of heat to that at all. Oh my gosh, and yeah, immediately followed by like passion fruit, citrus, mm. orange, like. Yeah, I would. I would not kick that out of bed. In fact, I'd wake up early, and make it breakfast. Oh, I'd make that bottle pancakes for mm-hmm. sure. I'm talking pancakes and eggs, bacon. Oh yeah, we're going full continental here. This is. I'd either go. I'd either go silver dollar, or they'd be shaped like something cute, like a flying mm-hmm. saucer. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that. Oh, um, that's really nice, though. That is. Yeah. Oof. So that's a sipping rum for me. Uh, yeah, I would hope so. Uh, if, if this isn't, I don't know what would be. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's, 
Um, yeah, this is, this is just so approachable, like chocolatey, fruity. That finish lingers though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit of a long finish. Lengthy, yeah, and it like the slightest again, like we talked about this earlier, like the night, the slightest nip of spice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that um, little bit of cinnamon baking like, spice, but it's just like just there, just a hint. But yeah, this is just so good. I get fruit leather on the finish. Really? Yeah, like uh, a like one of the fancy fruit roll-ups. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Okay. So yeah, if you're at your local liquor store and they have a bottle of the Plantation Peru 2006 vintage, you need to buy that. Is it rude to ask what it goes for? If you can uh, find no, it? Uh, no, if um, it was retailing when I bought it for eighty dollars, I think. Oh, that's not bad at all. Yeah. For how much is available, that's a steal. Yeah, because they you know they usually come out with a couple vintages at a time. Because at the time they came out with this Peru one, they had a Barbados and a Trinidad. They were, and now this was the oldest of the three. The Barbados was like a nine year, and the Trinidad I think was an eleven year. Um, but I looked at the tasting notes a little bit ahead of time and mm-hmm. see like what they were, and I was like, this is the one for me. Um, I mean, the Trinidad one I was also interested in because I've had some good Trinidad rums from them before, but just it's so different, like based on location, how these how these rums are. So yeah, no, all like, three of these were. I, like I read the notes and it's like, oh yeah, dark chocolate and fruity. And I'm like, I'm in. Let's go. And 14 years old, and it's just like, oh my god, this is just great. That is quintessential rum. Yep. So out of curiosity and just for comparison, if this one is 80, what were the other two price points? For the two ones we just the, tried? Yeah, the Jamaican and the Fiji. Um, the Jamaican one was like 60, I think. Okay. And the Fiji one I think was similarly priced, around 60. Usually the single cask ones are generally less than the vintage, although the PlayStation did a another Jamaican one that was an older one that was like 105, I think, was the price mm-hmm. point on it. I was a little out of my price range so at the time, so I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll get the Fiji one instead for 60 Which bucks. turned out really Which, good. Yeah, really cool. But uh, yeah, so usually, and like previously, I've got a couple on the bar there from Panama and Guyana, and those were like 45 each, give or take a couple bucks. So usually they're in that like the forty-five to fifty-five range for the single casks, but like you know, they, you with outliers like an old Jamaican one, mm-hmm. and then the vintage ones lately, lately have been in that like eighty dollar, eighty to nine dollar range. I'd pay an extra twenty bucks for this. Oh, absolutely. That was, mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, it's that you, is it, well worth it. If you find it, friends, you should buy it. It's yeah. Awesome. Yeah, I I can sign on to that. Mm-hmm. I'm not an expert, but. But we tell everybody you are. So. Oh yeah. I mean, if you say something, then I am an expert. Enough. (laughs) Yeah. It's not a lie. Mm -hmm. If you truly believe it. I learned that from George Costanza. Yeah. He's (laughs) he was a wise man. As we all did. No, that that is just something spectacular. No, for sure. Um, And then the fourth one in our mix here is the uh, Jamaican 2003. A, a gift from a dear friend. It's a good year. Um, let me pull up the relevant facts on this one. Again, really cool artwork on the box, as we were talking about. I will hand you this box, Morgan. Thank you. Something shiny for you. Ooh. It is super bright. I already have a question. Mm-hmm. Um, what does the MMW? It's Jamaica Clarendon. Uh, sorry, Clarendon MMW. Uh, that is a great question. Every I, once in a while, I get one. I imagine that has to do with the distillery, because from the Clarendon distillery. Oh, okay. Uh, a different location, or maybe... Well, that's one of the... So they have the, like that... Like an incorporation and they, label and they, or something. And they have the Long Pond distillery. 
in Jamaica. So this was from the uh, the Clarendon one, but I, I don't know what those letters mean specifically. I think Stephen's looking them up feverishly. I am trying to, but I'm not seeing anything. About it. Um, uh, the distillation of this is kind of interesting. The double retort Vendome pot still. What does that mean? I have no idea. I feel like I should know that in that I have a spirits podcast. Okay, well let's let's start with um, words you do know. What are what's a pot still? So it's a a type of still. So oh. um, so column stills are like really tall. Okay. And they have all, all kinds of, uh, and they use those to in distilling to like get out the, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, Steve? Uh, the impurities. Yes. Out okay. of it. Um, in a pot still, and that's more the older school style of still. It's right. less, probably less efficient, but a little more. Um, it is significantly less efficient. So yeah. if you're mass producing spirit, you use a column still. Yeah, but the pot still, it, it, since it's not as efficient, it does leave more of the, is it cogeners? Espers. Espers is what you were looking for. Thank so you. those are the materials that evaporate alongside your alcohol yep. that collect at the top of your pot still mm-hmm. and get into the final distillate. And, and, okay. it's, and it's those things that are responsible for the various flavors you get, and that's why it doesn't, doesn't just taste like alcohol. Well, part of it, that and the barrels. Okay, so a double retort pot still theoretically would be, it's in the still, evaporates up, comes down, and well, then does I, it again. I, I imagine so they have it. it I imagine they have it connected to two, so it's like it goes into yeah. one, then into another one, and then. Right. Okay. okay. Um, would that be makes my sense. Guess. Um, the aging on this. Go ahead. Um, is sixteen years in two hundred liter bourbon casks, and then a year in Ferran casks over in France. And uh, no dosage of this one either. They're, they're, they're big on the no dosage of Jamaican rums. I mean, that first one Oh, those Jamaican rums stand different. on their own two feet. I'm kidding. They have a deformed third leg <laughs> that comes <laughs> out of whatever funk this is. This. Woo, that's see now. That's, yeah. that's Jamaican rum right oh, there. No, yeah. I'm afraid. No, this like is. Like, I. Mm, I get a lot of fruit immediately, mm-hmm. but like, spoiled fruit. Yeah, like, if you've ever been in the back of a grocery store when they throw away all of their produce at once, like like overripe. Uh, yeah, overripe, like a mm-hmm. overripe pineapple mango. Yeah, definitely getting the mango on there. Um, I mean, this is probably the least pungent one we've had. Maybe a little cranberry. I don't know. Um, I could see a little bit of cran. Um, or my nose is gone. One or the other. It is, so, you know, it's, it's definitely the, the most pungent of the ones we've had, yeah. No, I think it's the least. Oh, I'm sorry, I meant, because the, the second one was the most pungent yes, one we've had. Yes, I agree. Yeah, I mean, immediate scotch, but yeah. this guy... Like, it's subtle. Yeah, but you can tell it's weird. You can tell it's yeah, been like, right, right, right away, it's like, yeah, that's Jamaican. All right. Yeah. <laughs> but like, it, but it's subtle enough that I'm going to enjoy it, and it's not like too, it's not that Dr. Bird funky, unless we're sponsored by Dr. Bird, in which case, I love Dr. Bird. Never, never get on the wrong side of those sponsors, Steve. That's uh, that's good to know. That's a professional tip yeah, for yeah. the listeners yeah. right there. Is there a spice to it in the smell? Um, that no, that's that's no. just the alcohol. That's in just there. me. Yeah, yeah that's, that's that's you just catching some of the if you catch the the wrong angle and you get a lot of, a lot of the alcohol. Mm, I do catch a lot of things at the wrong angle. All right. Ba da boom. 
This is only an R-rated podcast, Morgan. Let's let's read it a little. It's got a fun little like. Ooh, that that palette is so interesting because it's got a little bit of pop to it. Oh, I can taste some mint. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, pop to it. Got a little. Um, let's see what else is there? A little vanilla. Mm-hmm. No, that's like a good like an herbal mint, like the. Yeah. That's yeah. Kind of herb- herbal tea. Yeah, that's got a fun. It's almost got a, like an a bubbliness to it, but no, it's not. I don't know it's but I, I like it I wasn't so, expecting to but I do like this one quite a bit yeah it kind of reminds me of like a green tea yeah, yeah. absolutely yeah. or yeah or an oolong yeah mm. yeah that's that but no the green tea I like I like that for tasting but this is um guys good let me say that was 17 years man yeah she has spent some time Ooh. in the barrel sorry I caught a, a a very bitter. I know it's a funk. I don't know, but um, oh, that hit me. MMW mm-hmm. is yeah. Money Musk Wetterburn. It is a, a brand of still. So gotcha. that is the type of still that Clarendon is using in this particular batch. Uh, it's, it looks like they use several different types of stills. Mostly pot stills and a little bit of column distillation as well. But fantastic. But yeah, that is just this is this is pot stilled. You can tell mm-hmm. because it's so mm-hmm. unique. Can I read the tasting notes off of this? Please. Yeah. I love like liquor tasting notes are just I never I never get any of these. So on the nose, it's pronounced fresh, fruity, and enthusiastic notes mixed with passion fruit. Green banana, elegant woody notes, pruned vanilla with bitter almond and fresh figs. The palate is dry and long with mango, candied fruit, date, and prune, finishing on floral notes. But the finish is pepper, red berry, ending on vanilla and banana flambe. I can feel the flambe. Now that you say it... Right. That's all I can think about is it's basically banana flambe. Yeah. That overripe banana flavor is prevalent in the nose and the the palate, if well, you ask me. Yeah, it goes from a green banana, which I've never... I've had, like, plantains, which I'm assuming is different. I'm assuming... Very different. By green banana, they mean just a non-ripe... Yes, they mean a... Well, a plantain a green, is I think they mean a green like a banana. banana. I, I just can't can't not think of... Yeah, the cheerleaders really clamor for the plantains. I mean, time I hear plantain. Um, <laughs> from, that's a family guy reference for you guys, if you're a... Your fans. But yeah, sorry. If, uh, Fifteen if, years ago, Family Guy. If I'm going to be on this podcast, we're doing references. <laughs> no, it's just so funny though that there are two different types of bananas in the one, the one drink. Yeah, you get like, like the yeah the. How it's different on the taste. It's different on the nose. It's mm-hmm. different on the after. Like once you've breathed in for a little while. This one's growing on me. My first sip, I was like, Oh, the Jamaican one we just did. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a little funky. I like, I like Jamaican rum. Second sip though, no, it's it's good. It's really like, if you good. give if you give that a minute and you're just sitting down with your thoughts, letting that marinate. Yeah, I think it honestly also just yeah does well opening mm-hmm. up in a glass. Like, yeah, no, for sure. Well, I definitely have my order. That's good because then I have an extra special surprise for you both. We're doing one more rum. Oh dear. Yep. Hit um, me. Well, this um, is gonna screw up I, my I, order. I need you to grab that. Bottle behind you with the purple label. That's the ticket. Um, Jenny's favorite. 
the uh, the Panama 07 finished in champagne casks. Ooh. See, now that's interesting. Yeah, now we're cooking with gas. Um, I think we actually might need I'm, I'm getting oh, massive okay. thumbs up from our producer. Okay, well... Uh, let... Take a break. We just... Oh, before we get into this next one, we're going to take a quick break. And we're back. Um, so yeah, we are going to try the Panama 2007 finished in champagne casks. Get excited, boy and girl. This is, uh... <laughs> oh, so, I am. Pierre Ferrand, mm-hmm. or I should say Maison Ferrand, mm-hmm. is based out of Grand Champagne. Uh, they make all of their cognac out of Champagne grapes. They clearly have access to proper Champagne barrels. Of that I have no doubt. Um, so this guy is aged for 10 years in bourbon casks, and then two years in Ferran casks, and then another year in Champagne casks. Wow. That is, so, they're so bold with how long they let these sit. You know, saying that aloud, I cannot believe how affordable this was. This was 45 bucks. Wow. Seriously? Fucking unbelievable. Like, I I mean, this is the second bottle, and we finished the first one, we were just saying. But, man, I should have bought a case of this stuff. Like, incredible. Um, Anyway. So, uh, this this Maison de Ferrand, um, you said they they do everything out of... Supposedly they do everything out of champagne. Do they yes. have a brand that I, a common layperson, would know? Pierre Ferrand? Cognac? So, no. Um, they also Pretty distill good. for I know, Hennessy, like, I was say, I know Remy, Covassier. Oh, okay. So I hate the fact that's the one I knew. You're getting a bottle of Pierre Ferrand Cognac for your birthday. Congratulations. Oh, mazel. Thank you. Uh, you're gonna like it. Mm-hmm. Or else... <laughs> It's the age on these has blown my mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. They've spent so much time in oak. They've spent so much time on the ocean, Lit- like just traveling. Literally, um, this one does have a little bit more dosage. It's twelve grams per liter. So. Oh wow! Yeah, that's so. That's was, actually very mm-hmm. common for mm-hmm. rum. Mm-hmm. What was the the other one? The um, the Peru six had the most, right? Eight, Eight. grams. Yes, okay, this is, this is more, but uh. Get on that nose. From what I've seen, from what I've experienced, 8 to 12 grams is pretty common for rums. Yeah. No, I think that's very reasonable. So this is on the high side? Ish. Well, it's yeah. high average. Okay. Like, mm-hmm. the higher side of average. That's fair. A little, a little bit of floral on that. Yeah, it's a, a little less fruity than I was expecting. A little rose petal? Maybe tulip? Yeah. No. Yeah. I like rose that. Rose I could see. Yeah, I was just guessing on tulip. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry, I really called me out on that one. Yeah, Thanks. sorry, Parker. Fix your nose. But I, but I felt rose petal was in there. Yeah, get, like, fresh rose. Yeah, yeah this, this, this says the rose, and the thorns are right over there. Hmm. Aww. Pointing at Morgan for our listeners. There you go. You guys gotta watch the video podcast. Yeah, we've had some requests for video podcasts. Uh, we're not quite there yet. Oh, because they haven't seen your friend. The, uh, I was no, gonna I've say, got a, I've got a face for radio. Yeah, does your <laughs> listener know what we look like? Hey, hey, we're up to like six listeners now. Bite your tongue, sir. My apologies. Mm-hmm. Going viral, baby. Double digits soon. That's right. It does smell really nice, though. It really does. I get the toasted oak. Like, oh. you, you definitely get. 
Ooh, the yeah. wood off the nose. I could see that. Yeah. So why you got to do this to me, Parker? Because I had is... a set favorite. I had a favorite. I had everything lined up, and now you throw a fifth into the ring. Mm-hmm. That is and it changes it's everything. It's the Royal Rumble, and you thought like, that everyone was so in there, nice. but no, that last person comes from under the ring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah then the Undertaker like a, uh, comes yeah. out. <laughs> it's like a honey, but not like a strong, strong honey. It's, I, yeah, I get it, a little bit of natural honey. like a, It's like a diluted honey. Like mm-hmm. if you put honey in a tea or something, you still have that after flavor. I've, I've always felt like this had the God, like that effervescence of a sparkling wine. Like it's got... Like it's not bubbly, no. but it's kind of in the neighborhood of like. But it's light. Forking it's, hell, you are yeah. correct. Mm-hmm. It I, has almost a champagne quality to it. Mm-hmm. You mean like if they did it in champagne casks? See, she, she's so mean, I right? Am, I'm deep. thorny today. Um, you throw a bunch of rum in me, and I, I would equ- I would equate this to in Willy Wonka when they're uh, they're trying the stuff that makes the them fizzy float. Fizzy lifting drinks. Exactly. Fizzy lifting drink. Yeah, that that is what I assume that tastes like. Mm-hmm. There's still a bitterness on the end, though. Like, not in a bad way. Are you sure you're the bitter one? Mm-hmm. Well, I might be. I might be. I think she's me. proven this. Mm-hmm. However. But it is, there is a little bit of bitterness on the end. But it's not a bad way. Yeah, I I can't get over how much champagne comes yeah, through in it, this. It really does. Like, um, like when, almost I mean, buttery. I, I believe like, it was when Jenny got her new job. We finished a bottle of champagne, and then we finished our first bottle of this. This is really good. That's a great way to celebrate. Mm-hmm. Champagne finish. Whoop. Yeah, that's but, uh, also something I've never had before. Yeah, you guys. Yeah, oh. I could. Uh, our, our producer is saying they get some green apple on it. That might be the tartness um, I'm getting. That I think that is the tartness that you're, could very well you're be. catching on that finish. Very common with the uh, the champagne cast. I mean, I mean like official. So um, good <laughs> on the official uh, palette on this, it's like on it's the, the so website, good. like white wine and lemon pepper hints. Yeah, lemon I de- pepper. Oh mm-hmm. my, yeah. Mm-hmm. With a little bit of milk chocolate, which I I do kind of get that, but the uh, I get more of that white wine. I definitely get the effervescence. Mm-hmm. Fizzy lifting drink. I don't get milk chocolate, but I also don't like milk chocolate, so I think that's. I mean, it's, a good I think thing. it's like a really like almost I don't want to say diluted chocolate, but like a really light. Like, yeah, American like, milk chocolate, like. Yeah, yeah. It's not. This is not something Dutch. All right. This is. Yeah. This is not Switzerland. This is, America. No, this is France. Mm-hmm. God, that is so freaking good. Yeah. Well, shoot. Now, do you have, do you have any? Right, do you I, have lied. Any? I got the chocolate there. <laughs> no, do you have any of that Peru one left? Yeah. All right. Now these that would be the side by yeah, side, yeah. right? Well, that, these that's are the both. Yes, these are the most rum-like rums we got here. The other ones, Jamaican and Scotch finished, and they're Which, great, but really cool, different, great. If you like Jamaican rum, the, that 2003 Jamaican is awesome. Mm-hmm. But uh, the Peru one is has historically of the of the plantations I've had, I think it has been my favorite ever, but. Side by side. Yeah, it was one. until literally, for me, I had like, mm-hmm. we tasted the Peru. It changed my opinion of plantation as if it could have gotten any better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you drop this on me? This destroyed mm-hmm. my ranking. Like, I was so sure. Listen, I, I wanted to just destroy reality. Like, I, job, you mission th- accomplished. You thought you knew. Yeah, thanks, Thanos. Yeah, but no. You- A lot of good ideas. <laughs> this will fit in my bag. Right? He and I both like to garden. Okay, just saying. So, 
Yeah, I think uh, our producer might cut off your hand. <laughs> I'm not allowed back on the podcast. <laughs> Panama 07 God, so versus good. Peru 06 is what's going down right now. Uh, I believe that Peru... Yeah, it is an 06. My apologies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I always forget this is so old. Like, again, it was so like reasonably priced. 07 was a damn good year. Yeah, that Peru 06... It's just I get so... more sweetness from the Peru. Mm-hmm. I think it's richer. Yeah, for it sure. is a little more viscous. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. this Panama is, takes the cake with that dry but rich mm-hmm. champagne finish. Like, I can taste the hint of champagne. Yeah, oh, 100%. That champagne it's, finish comes yeah, through. absolutely. And I love champagne. Mm-hmm. And I love rum, so it Here, seems to be working. Match made in heaven. It's so good. Um, I I don't... I think... If, gun to my head, I think I would still say the Peru. But it is so close. I can't drink the two of them side by side, though. Like, for me, no question the Panama wins. Mm-hmm. If I didn't have that, the Peru would have won. Yeah. Like, I've, I've, I've locked in my numbers. Yeah. I wasn't sure if I was going to say it, but... Plantation Rum, Panama, 2007. That bottle fucks. Yeah. There it is. That's the official ranking from Steven. That bottle fucks. You guys going to turn that into a t-shirt? Listen, I've been on that as a tasting note for a couple months now. I'm trying to get it into, into stores. I don't know how. We'll make it the common vernacular. I'll pop in and request. But like, it's fucking good. I am looking for Shy Spirits Guys t-shirt designs. That Sh- bottle fucks. Shy Fox. Spirits Guys. That bottle fucks. That's a How great would you idea. make that PC, though? Like, oh, you wouldn't. Um, F bottle bottle KS? I think you just put on it, that bottle fucks, and I just don't wear it out in public. Yeah, fair enough. Question, though. Price point. Oh, that was like 45 bucks, but you can't get it anymore. Yeah, uh, that's the that's the kicker. Yeah. You could probably find it on eBay for $1,300. Oh, God. But, uh, I tease, but oh God, I'd, I'd probably also... That's really nice. It's really and special. I don't drink a lot of rum, so like for me, that would last... So, a year, two years, until so, our producer comes Super over producer then, Jenny. And it's gone. <laughs> so my advice to everybody is whenever you see a new a new and improved, exciting plantation, single cask or vintage, buy it. Just buy it. Yeah. If, if you can't afford all of them, buy one of them. I wasn't mad at any of these. Um, yeah. Agreed. Not mad. Like, not even... They're, they're working on, they're working on changing the name. I understand. They're working on changing the name. But outside <laughs> of that, like... There's no reason not to buy these. They're fantastic. Yeah, yeah I, I like every year they come out with new vintages, new single mm-hmm. casks, it, it, and I've yet to be disappointed. Some are better than others. Like I, I could very confidently put the Peru 06 on our first, run, our original planned run, on top, and say the Jamaicans are fucking awesome, mm-hmm. but they have their own place. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Fiji is its own ball game. I can barely classify this as a rum. Yeah, it is. It, it's so good. Um, everything they're doing is just incredible. Mm-hmm. And those vintages came out relatively recently. I feel like we're about due for some new single casks. I was going to ask how often they come out with a new vintage or a uh, new once, cask. What, or... So they do new vintages and new casks every year. Mm. Um. So like in twenty, this is like from the twenty twenty. Is it though, like 
once a year they do like one uh, or two? Or well, so usually like... with the vintages, I guess like twice a year we'll get them, but like they split it up. So the 2020 vintages, this is just everything they made. They made a Fiji, Jamaica, which we'll try about those, the Barbados, the Peru, Trinidad, and in Australia. I never saw the Australia oh. one. But that's that would like, be super curious yeah, to try the Australia. Australia. Yeah, that's pretty wild. Um, but I, I've never seen that, so I don't know how many they made. But that's all of the vintages they made for the year. Okay. So like, we got three of them in here in Chicago, and you know, we got we I bought the, um, what I got the Jamaican one, and I got the I guess the the Jamaican one came out first, and then there was like three more that came out later. So we got the Fiji and Jamaica. I'm sorry, my apologies. The Peru and the Jamaica. The Fiji one we got from the previous year that uh, actually John has, and it is delightful. Um, but those are the 2020 vintages. So the 2021, and even though it was a 2020, we only just got this in 2021. Um, so I would imagine they would have more coming out towards the end of the year. But with given the current state of the world, who knows? Mm. Um, but I, I so certainly... Shipping is really hard right now. Yeah. yeah. But I, I certainly hope so because when they do, I'll buy one. Um, so yeah, guys, if you see new Plantation ROMs, buy them. Um, yeah, I think that's the, yeah. the lesson of mm-hmm. this episode is... If you see a unique plantation bottle, mm-hmm. just buy it. Yeah. It, yeah. It's really not worth hesitation. Like, mm-hmm. it's going to be good. Yeah. Worst case scenario, you have a cool conversation piece of a unique rum that no one else has. Uh, best case scenario, it'll change your life. Yeah. The, the boxes are beautiful. The bottles mm-hmm. are beautiful. And the rum is good. And it's liquid gold. The Peru and the Panama changed my life today. That Panama was. That's all we can do. One person at a time, we're going to change your life. And that's what we do here at Chai Spirits, guys. We're, we're making the world better. One bottle at a time. Anyway, thanks so much for being with us. Uh, we'll see you guys next time. Uh, check us out on you know Apple, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Like, subscribe, all the fun stuff. ChaiSpiritGuys.com. That's right, which just gives you a link to our podcast until we get more on that. And if you have any fun ideas for new podcast um, episodes, uh, you can email us at uh, ChaiSpiritsGuys at gmail.com. So... Thanks so much. We'll see you guys next time. Keep drinking.